0: Thank you so much for your time. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Now, Christopher, first and foremost, please elaborate further on the Hope Grass project. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, when was it launched and how has it been received?
1: Agri-FA okay, has been concerned about the drought since uh, uh, September last year. And we've warned government, we've warned the farmers that massive uh, drought is on its way. And we have started to distribute fodder already in September from the Western Cape to areas in uh, the Free State and in Northwest. And uh, this program has gained tremendous momentum. But what has happened in the process is that as you distribute fodder, it becomes scarcer, and we've seen Lucerne prices uh, reaching uh, sky-high prices. So uh, one of our members came up with this idea, why don't we involve the community? Uh, to, uh, when they cut the lawn, to bring it to a central place where it can be collected, where it can be dried. And then two things are uh, done with it. Uh, it's either turned into grass pallets or, uh, like today, we're going to transport it to um, our farmers in need. Now, this is a very unique uh, program because it's the first time that we have uh, mobilized uh, urban people to start taking care of farmers. I think many of our people take food supplies for granted, and we don't realize it's the farmer and farm workers that are solely responsible for that. And what we say is they've been taking care of us for many years, or, uh, and it's now time for us to take care of them as well.
0: So, Christo, we've had a bit of rain here in Gauteng, for example, and one would think that many people would be looking to cut the grass, mow the lawn this weekend. So uh, what are some of the uh, do's and don'ts for them if they want to contribute to this project? How should they handle the grass and where do they take it to?
1: We, obviously, a program like this uh, can turn into a logistical nightmare if we have to take solely responsible for that. Uh, What what we are uh, uh, saying is that in every town, uh, people need to mobilize themselves. They need to identify a place where they can bring uh, the cut grass to and where it can be collected. Very importantly, they must not put it in black bags. Otherwise, it uh, gets rotten and then it's useless uh, for fodder. Um, The only thing that you can do with it is then to turn it into compost. So they need to take, uh, uh, keep it uh, open and uh, take it to a place uh, where it can be dried. Uh, or people can even take uh, the grass as it is to uh, farmers uh, who are in need. I've seen farmers in the Bloomfontein area going to sports fields, going to municipal areas where grass are cut and they uh, rake it uh, together, uh, they load it on a trailer and they... Offloaded uh, for the cattle to, to eat. Um, uh, and, and, and I think this is so important. Many, many of our black farmers, uh, especially our subsistence farmers, they've got family in the bigger cities. And um, my appeal to uh, those family members in the big cities mobilize yourself, uh, identify a specific area. And then collect grass on behalf of that specific area, put it on a truck, and take it there yourself. Remember, this is a volun vol- voluntarily or, or a or, a, or a process that is currently being uh, managed by volunteers, uh, and there is no cost involved, or uh, we don't pay people for this. It's an entire it's it's a community-based program to assist farmers and farm workers in need and to keep our cattle alive.
0: Well, Christo, is there a website uh, or any other way in which people can get in touch or where they can get more information?
1: Yeah, uh, this is called the Hope Grass Project and is driven via the social media. Um, and we've already seen approximately 7,000 people um, are involved in this project. So people can go onto Facebook and they can go and click on uh, the Hope Grass Project, and there they will get all the information, and um, uh, and that's how they can can get involved uh, and uh, assist our farmers in need.